you've got more than 20 years experience just in terms of businesses and entrepreneurial ventures that you founded and failed and grown in but sold businesses as well what has been your journey good morning and just to correct you between my business and partner and i we have 20 years of experience i have about 13 years of experience as an entrepreneur so i still have some way to go and lots of room to learn Mm. But the experience of being an entrepreneur has been both an adventure and something very, very frightening at the same time, something that's given me lots of hope. And so the main thing and the main takeaway that I have is that you just have to keep going. Um, it's not as easy as people put it, and I'm also, also very afraid to glamorize the, the journey because it is incredibly challenging. So um, what got you into What made you one day wake up and say, I'm done with being employed. This is where I'm going. So interestingly, I never actually got employed. I decided to be an entrepreneur whilst I was in university. And, um, you know, honestly speaking at the time, I was more afraid of being employed because I was afraid of the loss of my independence and freedom, which sounds very sort of up there in the clouds. But that was very important for me. And that is probably one of the greatest um, privileges of being an entrepreneur, that eventually you are able to earn your own time and earn your own decisions. Mm. But with that comes such a scary part of the journey, which means because you're in charge of your own time and your own decisions, everything is on your shoulders, including whenever you fail, you feel like you've failed yourself, you failed your business partners, and probably you failed your employees. And that's an incredible responsibility to carry on your shoulders. And so, you know, one of the most frightening things of the journey is that you believe that, you know, there are certain policies and certain things in place that will support you, particularly from the state or from the provincial government, and negotiating and navigating your way through that to actually find out what is in place to help you is in itself an incredibly arduous and difficult journey. And you find that most of us as entrepreneurs end up giving up on trying to access some of those incentives or um, means of assistance that are available to us because they just take up too much time. And so you just have to get them back to making your own business work as hard as you can. And so the main thing is to find your first client or your first customer. And that's very difficult because I think for a lot of us, the barrier, the psychological barrier is that, A, I don't have money. And as much I may, I may have certain skills, but do I have what is required to enter into the business space? What did it take for you to do that? So for me, the first thing is I avoided going into any form of product, which means that I then eliminated the need of a huge outlay of capital. So I decided to go into businesses that are services-oriented, so consulting services, which then meant that I also had to rely a lot on friends and family, which is something that we don't talk about very often when we're entrepreneurs. Um, A lot of the big stories we hear that, you know, I started off with a little bit of money in my back pocket and I got my business going. And so, yes, I am able to admit that for the first year of my business, I probably slept on many friends' couches because I couldn't even afford my own rent for an apartment. And so the value of friends and family to help you put food on the table, to help you sleep somewhere, to at least help you, you know, buy a new pair of shoes when you need them because those are sort of the practicalities that you have to take on. And so for me, I was very young, and so maybe the foolishness of youth allowed for me to, you know, ride out those difficult times. Um, And so that's the reality is that there is a huge amount of sacrifice you have to take on in the beginning. 
um, and we have to talk about that. And so we also have to talk about what support structures we have in place to make sure that when you are unable to at least you know, keep your head above water, who is there to help you? And that's a huge, huge part of the entrepreneurial journey is making sure that there are people who can help you. Hmm. Just a quick one, uh, Nobisa, from the collective genius to infinity. Yes. Uh, tell me how you came to a point that you wanted to be a female-specific enterprise development entity and how difficult has that been? Because, I mean, you're entering what we know is largely a patriarchal system. Yes, absolutely. So when I started The Collective Genius, which is the first business that I started with my business partner, we had the, you know, we had the objective of wanting to empower young people in South Africa when we started the business, it was at a time when a lot of young South Africans were exploring opportunities outside of South Africa. They didn't feel that they had a role to play in, in the country in terms of building it and you know, taking it to the next level. And so we created this consulting firm which consulted to corporations in South Africa and assisted them with their corporate social responsibility in getting them to understand that spending money on the social development of this country is a business imperative. And so we worked with some of the top-listed countries on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange and were able to then uh, divert resources towards corporate social investment and making sure that those funds were spent then on youth development initiatives. At the time, we definitely believed that in order to impact on young people, those initiatives needed to be headed up by young people. Of course, I was then young, (laughs) and so that made sense. Um, That was a 10-year journey, and at the end of those 10 years, as most entrepreneurs will start telling you, I realized that I needed to do something else. And so I started Infinity with a new business partner, Nicholas Stewart. And the whole idea behind Infinity that we realized, Nikki had been running her own business for eight years, and I'd been running this business with a business partner for 10 years. We realized that a lot of our successes, including our failures, and even the whole journey could have been a little bit easier had we had some coaching, mentoring, had we had an ecosystem or what people call social capital. Okay. And at the same time, our journey would have been much easier if we also understood the importance of collaboration between businesses and between entrepreneurs. Okay. And so that really is the foundation of Infinity. Nwabisa, thank you so much for speaking to us. Nwabisa Mayema is uh, an entrepreneur.